This is the New Blue Review with Benji Shulman. We have on the line with us Rob Hutchinson. He is from dear South Africa. Rob, welcome to the show. Nice to be with you. Good morning, Benji. Great to be with you this morning. Now, we're going to be doing a bit of a hot potato today, an issue which I'm sure is going to be getting a lot of attention uh, in the next while. The nationalization of the Reserve Bank. Uh, is being put on the table through parliamentary processes at the moment. Before we get into the issue uh, at hand, exactly how far along is it? How far along is, is the ball? Yeah. It was actually started in uh, around about June 2018 when Julius Malema notified Parliament that he was going to introduce a bill to uh, amend the National uh, Reserve Bank Act and with the intention to nationalise the Reserve Bank. Um, he then introduced the bill to Parliament on about the 16th of August in 2018 to the National Assembly. However, lucky for, for most South Africans, there, there was a national election, which um, uh, under Rule 3333 of, of the National Assembly rules uh, caused the bill to actually lapse and then they had to restart the process in, in the, in the, in the sixth Parliament. Um, so, <laughs> So here we are back, back again, uh, around about October, the end of October 2019, when the bill was actually revised by the new sixth parliament. And then recently, um, I think it was about a week ago, uh, on the 20th of August, uh, Shavambu actually addressed the Standing Committee on Finance and the Select Committee on Finance to do a presentation to them and their legal counsel on reintroducing, uh, this, this amendment bill, which seeks to uh, amend the uh, National Reserve Bank Act and actually privatise it. I mean, remove it from from being privatised and, and nationalise it and put it into state hands. Now, uh, I want to get into exactly what that means in a second, but let's talk about the consequences. What what is the issue? Like, why would someone have a problem with the with the state uh, sort of owning the the Reserve Bank? Why why would you have a privatised Reserve Bank in the first place? Uh, it's a private, it's to protect the, the interests of, of the Reserve Bank and so on as far as determining interest rates and, and issuing and printing of, of, of money as such. And, you know, if you have a state that's controlling the issuing and printing of, of, of money and determining interest rates, you might tend to fall into the same trap as our friends north of South Africa have, have done so with massive, um, inflation rates. And, uh, devaluing of, of, of currency, especially when you, you in a country that's facing a significant amount of debt, the easiest way to get out of that debt would be to simply print more, print more money. However, that just simply devalues your current, your currency and creates a high inflation adventure. So you, you definitely want it to be privatized or semi, semi privatized in private hands so that you have outside influence in, in making those, um, determinations at the end of the day. But doesn't the Constitution already give the mandate of what the Reserve Bank is going to do regardless of who actually runs it? Absolutely it does. Absolutely it does. Which brings into, into account a number of problems with this, with this actual bill and that it, it is um, unconstitutional in, across a number of, of proposed amendments. So what kind of, what kind of uh, things would you say are, are problematic about it? I mean, besides about, the consequences of it. <laughs> 
<laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Well, the the major issue here is that in order to to in, enact what is proposed in the bill, and what they're actually proposing is that the two million shares that are currently held by by private individuals, about these about eight hundred and two private ind- individuals which hold those shares, those shares be expropriated without compensation and then distributed to um, 57 million South Africans. How are they going to divide 2 million among 57 million remains remains to be seen. So, number one, it uh, goes against Section 25, of which we're all very familiar with, and that is around expropriation with, without compensation. Um, there, there again, the first thing that will have to be amended is the Constitution itself in Section 25, um, and interestingly enough, Section 25 states that property is not limited to land. So when they're talking expropriation without compensation, it refers to all property. And in this case, it's shares held by 802 shareholders, the 2 million shares, which will be expropriated. Um, yeah, so that's, that's the major issue, which has actually been brought up by a legal counsel within Parliament as the introduction of of, this, of an unconstitutional bill in, into Parliament, which they're seeking, seeking to amend. So that's the first challenge they, they're going to have to overcome in trying to introduce this to, to the public. One of the other things which is uh, potentially significant around this bill and, and you know, why public may want to con- uh, uh, comment on it is that there is, uh, although it's an EFF bill, significant support inside the ANC for, for this uh for this kind of measure, uh, even maybe not by the president himself at the moment or the finance minister, but but there does seem to be some kind of of push uh, inside the ANC for this kind of thing. So between the ANC and the EFF, they could actually change the constitution uh, and the mandate of the Reserve Bank because there are enough votes actually in in Parliament uh, itself to do it. So so it's actually uh, in terms of commenting uh, a potentially quite important part of the process to balance out um, how how a bill like this might be approached. You're absolutely correct, Benji. That, that, that is a major concern, and you can understand why why certain factions within the ANC would want to introduce it and do so by amending the Constitution. You know, it would grant the, the minister, uh, which in this case would probably be the, the Minister of Finance, as the sole shareholder of the Reserve Bank. Much in the same way, um, ministers are sole shareholders in other state-owned entities, and that again, the minister will be able to determine uh, interest rates, appoint the board, um, and make as many determinations and regulations as as the minister seems fit to do. Which which is a dangerous place to be, especially in uh, in this situation. And definitely, the public must get involved in, in having this day before that. In fact, um, you know, the meeting that, that Shivambu presented to the committee actually suggested that it, it must go out to, for public comments and the public must get involved at, at this stage because it, there are definite constitutional uh, concerns which have been raised by other members of the committee, by, by the legal advice, parliamentary legal advisors, and so on. However, parliamentary rules do allow a, a member of parliament to introduce a, a private member's bill and therefore it has to go out for, for public comment. And at that stage, the, the public are invited to discuss the unconstitutionality, which will then force it back into, 
into Parliament to be discussed further. We're talking to Rob Hutchinson today about uh, the Reserve Bank and the nationalization uh, thereof. Uh, we're going to take a short break and we'll be back just after this. This is the New Blue Review with Benji Schulman. 101.9 High FM. I'm Benji Schulman talking to Rob Hutchinson today from dear South Africa. So, Rob, are we at the point yet where people can start commenting on this bill or are we still at a bit of a preliminary stage? We're still in, in the preliminary stage. However, I do suspect that this one will be fast-tracked through through Parliament and more than likely be put out for, for comments um, either this Friday or, or next Friday when the uh, National Government Gazette is, is published. Okay, so basically we're expecting that imminently you will have the opportunity and uh, I'm assuming that you already have some of those legal opinions like you have on your website where people can start exploring the issue and understanding it uh, more in depth. Absolutely, we do. Yeah, We actually ran a, a um, participation campaign back in 2018 when it was, this bill was first um, notified or when Melinda first published his, his intention to actually introduce it. And we've got a significant amount of participation then already. So we, we, we prepared, we're ready to go, and we encourage the public to actually have a, a say on this. So this is, this is a very important poll that, that needs to be, um, well, well, uh, commented on. Well, there you go. Uh, if you want to do that, uh, you, you definitely should. Uh, Rob, where can people, uh, have their say? Uh, as usual, on, on our website, it's dearsouthafrica.co.za, which we provide a very easy-to-use portal. You provide your comments, your, your name and surname, and we generate uh, your comment and submit it directly to Parliament in the legally recognized format. Well, there you go. Uh, definitely go along to uh, dearsouthafrica.co.za and uh, have a look at what is uh, over there. Rob Hutchinson, thank you so much for joining us, and uh, we'll chat to you again next week. Fantastic. Thank you, Benji. Have a great morning.